Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. The Bob and Tom Show presents the Bits and Pieces Podcast. This podcast is Chick McGee approved. Thank you, Chickster. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom Show comedy bits. Today we have Jessica Alsman, Jason Hoffsetz, and filling in for Jess Hooker, it's our pal, Jeff Oske. How the hell are you doing, Jeff? Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been we've been lacking hello dare on recent episodes. It's good to get hello dare back into mix. Hmm, what's missing? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I feel like uh, Chick has been playing some things, hasn't he? Or has Ace maybe been playing some... What do you mean, like some like some Tom fill in sounds? Occasionally, maybe it was more last week, but uh, Chick will set up the uh, Greg Hahn rim shot every so yeah, often. Yeah. If there's a joke that's more of a smiler. And than for a the rapper. record, Chick had it first, and then Tom eventually demanded it on his digital wall. Oh well, yeah, isn't that how it works? You know, oh, yeah. something fun comes up because occasionally, my dad. about every other month, they'd both fire it just like a half a second off. One another, and it's ho ho ho. Like the two guys in the nuclear room turning the keys at the same time. (laughs) Hello there, hello there. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, today we have Jeff here, and we are talking. We're talking olfactory there, Jeffrey. We're talking smells, the uh, sweet, sweet smell of comedy. Which I didn't know that we had so many smell-based bits. That's nice. Well, we've played a few already. I think. Probably referring to our flatulence episode. Ah, certainly, yeah. I noticed a few of them got taken up by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Donnie Baker thing we had done, mullet for men. Oh, sure, sure. Which was technically a smell. I can't remember. There's a couple good lines mm-hmm. in there. Sure. Uh, about having a mullet. Um, but Jeff, did you help with smell a tonin? No. That was a bit too <laughs> that we had done. I feel like, I don't know why I thought you helped write that, but. No. Sounds like an Oscar kind of bit. You would think. No, I had nothing to do with that. Okay, just checking. Yeah, smellotonin does sound like it's right up your alley. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my tuberitas got a got a laugh today. On the, that's all I cared about. Your what? Uh, tuberitas. You Tub- know when you're drinking margaritas in the tub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tuberitas. I liked that. So what's what's the uh, you know what's the uh, recipe for that? Do you use the tub water? I mean, how's that work? Uh, no, you just take, or you can have a shower, Rita. You just bring a margarita into the tub or the yeah. shower. It's, it's not so simple. much a recipe okay. for a drink as it is a recipe for a lifestyle. Yes. Tub-a-rita, you know? Willie Fair. knows it. Yeah. Tupperita. You drink a margarita out of Tupperware? Yeah. Desperate times, no cups, yeah. no tomato sauce cans. You can drink jars. anything out of Tupperware if you want to. You, yeah. you can. Oh, I heard tub. With no, a yeah, B. yeah. It that's what in a tub. Like I'm in a tub. Oh, okay. Then you took you took it to Top Arena. Okay, I mm-hmm. got you. Mm-hmm. I was. I'm not a like, drinker. I'm, a... I'm sorry. This is. <laughs> oh, but it's not Tupperware if it doesn't burp. Oh, remember that? Oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah, yeah, you're no, probably too young. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah. <laughs> and now everybody makes it. Rubbermaid, Glad. They all have their own little versions oh, yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Tupperware. Yeah. Sure. 
Jeff, I'm partial to a shower beer. Big fan of the shower beer. And I imagine that the Tuberita is that it's the similar sentiment. Does that make sense? Yeah. My issue with the shower beer is the ledge of my shower is below my head. Mm-hmm. So if I set the beer up, wash my hair, then I get a beer full of, of soap. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So with the Tuberita, I'm doing everything below. The Rita's up here. Sure. It's below, but with the shower, it's making too much of it. Well, you know what? We can bring this all together. If we do the shower Tupperita, then you could close up the margarita with the Tupperware, and then you can do whatever you want with your hair. You can wash your pubes if you want to. Nothing's getting anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Genius. Yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. No, my, my ex got me the shower beer holder like a thing that you stick to the wall and because i was drinking a lot of shower beers admittedly and she was like hey here's a thing for it i was like you're it's okay to drink a shower beer every so often but if you're investing in shower beer products (laughs) it might be a problem at that point you've crossed a line i've never been thirsty in the shower ever i've never been like man i really need something to drink it's the greatest do you get like drunker or Get drunk faster or because the heat? Maybe it's just like, more yeah. refreshing. Yes, it's oh, easier to drink. And there's something about maybe drinking a beer while you're nude. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's the heat going on your skin and the cool, cool going down your throat. And then also you can like burp up all the beer you want and be really gross. No big deal. You can wash it right off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets to the end. You can dump it on your head. Do like a Steve Austin thing. And they got a thing in there. Go crazy. No, if at night, if I hear my lady in the shower, I will bring her a shower drink. Aww. And she love, she'll she'll shower wine it. She'll shower a margarita, That's a awesome. shower beer. She loves a drink in the shower. Mm-hmm. But she's fun. shorter. So the shelf's up higher. She's not getting the soap yeah. like I am. Also pretty fun, while we're just talking about degenerate stuff, uh, the pre-shower joint, and you're in there, and it's getting smoky, and there's also the the water vapor going everywhere, and then you get in the shower, and you don't smell like weed anymore. I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of fun stuff that's happening over here. Now, Alzman, I, uh, and I gave Jeff one, too, Uh, speaking of of beverages. Jason puts this can in front of me, and it's called Liquid Death mountain water, drinking water from the Alps, but I'm so used to everything here being sparkling type water, so I'm thinking there's caffeine in this and it's going to get you jacked up because it's called liquid death, murder your thirst. Yeah. And I cracked it open, I took a drink. She was so angry. I was like, this is just canned water! Yeah. That's why. That's the, I was talking to Chick about this yesterday. Drinking something and it not being what you expect is the weirdest sensation in the whole world. You think it's orange juice, then it's milk. Mm. The worst, the the one that I did at a music festival lot one time, me and my buddies are like waiting to walk into the festival. We're just hanging out drinking or whatever. I was coughing. So I grabbed a water and started chugging water and got like a few gulps down. It was tequila in a water bottle that my buddy had snuck in. And then it was just like a, like a dragon, (laughs) just a big explosion everywhere. Real oh. gross. Man, when I pop that tab, I want something carbonated and... So there's no carbon... It's just it's plain water, water in a can. can. It's like you just... You know when you rinse a can Pass. out before you recycle it? <laughs> it's like drinking that water. But it's really good water. It tastes like water. It's really it's good water. tap water. Oh, I'm sorry. It's from Austria. It's mineral water. Whatever. From I, Austria. And they actually make a sparkling version of that. So if you want some bubbles, Jeff, we can get you some bubbles. I don't want anything no. water. Do you know what's right based. beside my my canned water right now? Yeah. Is a full diesel Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With a straw in it because I've got teeth issues from my f- full diesel Mountain Dews. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But Oscar's got a Mountain Dew too, so. Yeah.
Mm. Oh, I'm a hillbilly. I love the idea of you going to your dentist being like, he's like, hey, you got to stop. Or he or she's like, hey, you got to stop drinking Mountain Dew. And you're just like, can I use a straw? <laughs> like, you're unwilling. Dude, my teeth are so bad when I went to my, I hadn't been to the dentist in like 20 years. And then I started working here and got insurance. So I went to the dentist and uh, I sat down and the lady started working on me. And she just kind of gave me a look. And I was like, uh, it's Mountain Dew, not meth. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, it was one of the two. <laughs> I was like, yep, I figured. <laughs> Have I told you, whenever I go to the dentist, when I was 18, I got swag tattooed on the inside of my lip. Oh, yeah. So whenever I go to the dentist, there's like, what the hell? I was like, I was an idiot, okay? Don't worry about it. Well, uh, let's get into our first uh, bit here. Again, we're talking about the olfactory sense. We're talking about smells, baby. And this is a classic Bob and Tom piece to set the tone. Are odors in your home a constant problem? Do you live with a smoker, have pets, or simply have annoying kitchen cooking odors that just won't go away? Do you ever hear comments like this? Gee, Janet, I never thought of fertilizing houseplants with cow dung. <laughs> or has a house guest ever said... <coughs> Great room freshener, Bill. What do you call it? Early American locker room? <laughs> You've tried carpet deodorizer, spray mist, incense, stick-up fragrance dispensers, and even plug-in devices that temporarily mask the smells in your home. Nothing seems to work. That's why Home Products Incorporated, a division of Frigham Hall Industries, is proud to announce its latest innovation. Le Clip. With Le Clip, foul-smelling odors seem to miraculously disappear. Simply put Le Clip over your nose and the nose of visitors to your home and see what a difference it can make. Hi, Mary. How you been? <laughs> Wonderful, Janet. Hey, your house smells great. See how easy? If you pick up Le Clip today and if you're not delighted with the results, we'll send your money back. Le Clip by the same company that brought you Le Blindfold, the product that makes messy, cluttered homes look more neat and organized. <laughs> Gosh, I need to... The house has never looked better. Whoop! <laughs> 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 Le and Lay Clip. Pick yours up today. <laughs> Pick okay. yours up today. That's a fun So funny. That's really weird. I Did you guys ever, like, were we ever like a cigarette smoker and you were working at a job where you couldn't be a cigarette smoker, so you'd have to come back and you're Febrezing, you're doing whatever you do? <laughs> Kids, there was a guy that worked at I worked at camp with. He would smoke cigarettes on his breaks, and he would smoke a cigarette and then spray himself with perfume, thinking that he would smell like perfume. But then you smell like cigarettes and perfume. Yeah, you're a smoker with perfume on. Yes, now. it's like a way more <laughs> offensive odor. Oh, we used to when I was like 18, 19, We would and you couldn't like smoke at home. Mm -hmm. um, uh, me and my friend, we go out in the back roads and we roll around just hot boxing joints in the car and then she'd go and drop me off and I'd take one spritz of her perfume. I'm good to go inside now. <laughs> like, no if way. it's Here's a tip. Uh, you know, throw off your dad, throw off whoever. If it's the summer months and you don't want to smell like it, uh, instead of using perfume or Febreze, use bug spray and sunscreen. Oh, okay. Because those are things that people actually smell like in the summertime. That's a good Makes idea. Sense. Yeah, I know. I was a little criminal. You know, what can I say? Seasonal cover-ups. Yes. Coconut yes. oil and, yeah. And then, you know what? If you want to push it, you want to push it from seasonal cover-up, in the summertime, it's bug spray sunscreen. In the fall time, 
It's your friend's bonfire. Before you oh, go yeah. home, you just stand in front of it. Everybody blow on that side. I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. rub, rub a little uh, pumpkin spice behind your ears, you know, those kind of things. Just oh, yeah. Rubbing like a hot coal, just so you smell like a campfire <laughs> instead of like weed. So, Will and Oscar, you were here. This uh, The reason I got inspired to do this topic for the podcast was Josh's odor that he brought mm. from home last week, which oh. you guys both- The cod. The cod. And the, the cod incident yeah. of 21. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That wasn't very good. And I came in hours after, and it was offensive then. I didn't smell it at all. I came in a couple hours mm. after, and I didn't even notice. Then they had do- a candle burning and everything, which I'm like, we're allowed to have a candle here? It was here? here all day. I didn't even notice. The oh. candle bothered me more than the cod. Really? Yeah, I don't like perfume. Like, I would rather smell fish than lilac. Sure. Like, <laughs> Did you smell it all the way in your room over there? Oh, yeah. Because where you are in your room and where I am in this room, we were probably the two farthest. We would have to travel the farthest to come to us. And everybody was really offended by the odor. And I didn't get it at all. But then when it hit me, it hit me hard. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And there's fans set up out there in the hallway to blow air and circulate it right now. So yeah. it's just blowing it right in here. <laughs> Ugh. Well, it was supposed to be blowing it outside. Well, I know they moved it after the fact. Yeah, but yeah. man, it was. I I came in. I usually come in a little bit later, after you guys have been here, obviously for the whole show. And it, I came. I mean, I hit the door, and it was there, strong. Back when I was uh, younger, and I worked at uh, this uh, brokerage, uh, they some of the office ladies every afternoon would make popcorn in the microwave, and they wouldn't even burn it. But then finally, the manager was like. Hey, we have people coming in to invest millions of dollars. Like our office is smelling like fresh baked popcorn. It's probably not the look we want to give out here at the firm. So we had an anti-popcorn in the microwave uh, thing because of the... They would just make bag after... So the office always just smelled like fresh pop popcorn, which I love. But yeah, when, you know, a client walks in, he's like, where in the hell am I? I thought I was here to invest some money. Did you bring... I was going to invest a million dollars, but now I want to watch a movie. For yeah. 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 I want to invest butter? in Jiffy Pop. That's where I want to put all my money. Yeah, that's when they just bring in the bagged popcorn already. Like here, That's what they ended up doing. Gosh, I don't love it that much. No, there so was just... a ban on smelly foods in the microwave. We had a guy in the back who went to make popcorn. He didn't hit the popcorn button on the microwave, though. I think he just hit five. So it just cooked for five minutes, and it went the entire time until Full Heart was like, I think the microwave's on fire. And literally, there was, yeah, there was a whole issue. We had to get a new microwave. Like, it caught fire? Inside. There was a... Whoa! Smoky, and it was a good week of that. Yeah, because eventually the paper of that, the popcorn bag, if it's in there too long, it'll go up. Do you guys ever do that? Light a microwave on fire? No. They used to do it here. They used to have microwave Mondays with Stuck and Gunner. And they would put some wild stuff in there and hit go. Man, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Really? It was, oh, gosh. It was nuts, the stuff they did. <laughs> you might have to have Gunner on and tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, it's like it's a radio show. Like it's not, That's a very visual bit, I feel like. And it, and it was that early days of, hey, work into some visual things into your show. And got obviously, it, there it, was an it. audio aspect, too. Okay, yeah, um, sure. That, of something blowing up. Yeah, and yeah. Then the reaction. Mm-hmm. But then go online and, and check out the video is what they did. Yeah, I did. When I was 10, I did like a, uh, I did like a taco 
in the microwave wrapped in the foil that it came in. Ooh. Lit on fire. Yeah, got in a bunch of trouble. I mean, thankfully, you know, it, was, it was my house, so there was like three uh, fire extinguishers like right next to it. <laughs> my dad was so crazy. Well, I'm crazy. He's well prepared. But it must have made a Bob and Tom uh, album somewhere. Like my dad must have told the story on there because somebody sent me a screenshot of them listening to a Bob and Tom album. And then they were like, hey, Willie, are you was this uh, was this microwave fire you caused? Was that before the weed days? And I was like, yes, sir. It was well before the weed days. <laughs> How old would you say you were? I was 10. So I wasn't okay. high, but I was dumb as a stoner. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're 10. Yeah. When you're 10, yeah, you're, you're driven by food. You have no inhibitions. It's pretty much the same thing as being high, if you ask me. <laughs> you still have joy and wonder in your eyes. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Guess that said should have said that third one sooner. Uh, <laughs> the laughs didn't really carry there, did they? No, I started reflecting and I felt down after that. Have you ever you've never lit in a microwave on fire? No, now I'm such a rule follower and so worried. I've like I'll look up something like, can I put foil in there? Nope. Styrofoam? No, don't take the chance. Yeah. It says you can, but I don't believe it. Let's do this. No. Nope. Like Donnie will put stuff in there and he goes, It's just for a second. I'm like, no. Yeah. That could that could cause an issue. Mm-hmm. I've had my current microwave for 25 years. Oh wow. And it's just a simple little microwave. So now it's like I'm I baby it cuz I don't want to I don't want to lose it. Oh, dude, you got to go get a new it's microwave. It's the best microwave. Dude, that is sending some waves out into your house. Yeah, no like way. after 25 no years some some crap is broken down. No way. You, no wonder you're so skinny. You're getting microwaved <laughs> every day with, with yeah, waves of radiation. My, yeah. Microwaves are very reasonably priced nowadays. You oh, can yeah. get a microwave Best Buy under 50 bucks. Oh, when I remember my dad giving my mom a microwave for Christmas one year, and it seriously was probably two or three feet wide by two feet tall, and it still took forever. Like it took you five minutes to boil water in it. Still, like even though it was a thousand dollars. Oh, easily is what I remember my parents paying for. Yeah, I'm telling you, go to Best Buy. They are so go to Target. They're so Walmart. They're so reasonably priced now. A lot of grand places. A lot of grand places to go like that. We don't have grand uh, place. No, you did a great job. (laughs) We don't have a microwave at my house. What? What? How do you cook anything? Okay, it all. I used to be married to a yoga lunatic, and she is a is a registered dietitian. Apparently, when you cook stuff in the microwave, you lose half of its nutritional value every time. You where does it go, it. though? That's what I'm saying. Up in the air. Show me where it went. I don't know. Hmm. So I I haven't had a microwave since. But you're but, drinking Mountain Dew. But now, come yeah. on, come on. I, oh, I would. I will. I want a microwave now. Okay. The kids want a microwave. Like it's hard to reheat pizza without a microwave. It's hard mm-hmm. to reheat like pasta, like because you got to get out pans. And- yeah. Alzi, can we peek behind the curtain a little bit? Yeah. The other day on your Instagram story, you said when I don't get takeout, this is for dinner, and I believe it was mini corn dogs and Totino's pizza rolls. Yes. Was uh, that entirely pizza rolls a microwave and mini corn dogs. feast or an oven based? feast? I was inspired because it was after our Omaha Steaks cookout. That I was like, I'm going to get the air fryer out. Which, if you know anything about the air fryer, this was a Christmas gift I got years ago that's been used twice. Yeah. So I had to dust it off, and uh, I made it. It was delightful. Man, it was so good. Yeah. Pizza rolls and corn dogs. Donnie got home like, dinner's ready. Hmm. Well. And he he goes, did you? I go, no, no, no. I air fried it. So this is special. That's good. Does it make it crunchy in the air fryer? That's that's my problem with the microwave. No crisp. I like it soft. Oh yeah. Reheating pizza is the worst in the microwave. Yeah. It, it goes 
limp on you. Yeah, the crust gets kind of like watery. Almost. Oh, yeah. I'll take a terrible. soggy pizza roll dripping out that sauce. That's fine with me. Oh, no. I like, a little, I like a little crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I have to do my pizza rolls in the oven. Mm-hmm. Like I want that crunch. Jeff, I told this story. <laughs> I told this story last week, but I'm just going to say it again because you're here. When I was a kid one time, my little brother ran into my room crying and he goes, you guys, you ate all my pizza rolls. And I go, we relax. We'll get you more pizza rolls. And there's only three of us. And he goes, you don't understand. That bag had a hundred pizza rolls in it. How did each of you eat 33 and a third pizza rolls? Just crying, crying. So great. Okay, we're going to move on to our next bit. It's a fan favorite. It's our pal Mike Mark, and he's starring in this Congressional Cologne. Introducing Evasive, the cologne. Is it a cologne for men? Oh, yes, but not ordinary men. Evasive. 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 It's the cologne for congressmen. What's it smell like? It's a tantalizing aroma that tickles the senses. Amazing. Okay, but what's it smell like? It's a blend of scents that brings out the man. <laughs> what's it smell like? Evasive. Evasive. It's a delicate taste of odors derived from the delicious mixture of fine fragrances. All right, come on. What's it smell like? Is it a musk? Is it an aftershave? Evasive. Let me answer your question with another question. And that is, what's best for the American people? What does that have to do with how it smells? What is the definition of the word smell, anyway? So you're not going to tell me what it smells like? You keep asking me what it smells like. Well, I'm trying to answer you, but you won't let me. My God, you still haven't answered me. Evasive. Evasive. The cologne for congressmen. Evasive. The cologne for congressmen. Bottled in Washington, D.C. Evasive. Evasive. When you want answers, we've got questions. <laughs> That's great. Evasive. The cologne for politicians. It's uh, I like bits that are political, but not political. political. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. About politics, about politicians, but not either way. Not going to piss anybody off. Funny. And the politician is played by Chris Wheat. Um, may he rest in peace. He was the general manager in the early days of Bob and Tom as they were soaring through the ratings uh, here in Indianapolis. He was their biggest supporter and made sure they were nice. always resigned and yada, yada. And uh, obviously he was um, in the building even after we went to the network because our station here became the flagship. Mm-hmm. And he was a bit, actually he um, inducted Bob and Tom into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he sure. That's who they wanted to read for them. Oh, nice. You that's know, like awesome. you pick, and it was Chris Wheaton, and that was the uh, the congressman in there. Oh, nice. That was frustrating Mike Mark, very yep. much so. <laughs> <laughs> who was the girl? Uh, the girl uh, on the front end and the back end was Mary Beth. Uh, gal who was here in promotions for a year or two, not very long, but I knew I know that name. I know that voice. Perfect nice. voice. For yeah, that. yeah, she was great. Yeah, she was great. Now, do you remember your first cologne, uh, Willie? Like when you? Uh... Yeah. So it's not a cologne, but it was Axe body spray was huge yes. for us. I mean, I remember going to a bat mitzvah. <sighs> so what? I'm twelve, thirteen. And my dad like walked in the bathroom and opened the door when I was getting ready, and like a cloud of axe smoke came mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, just just oh, what is that? And now I can't see like an Abercrombie polo shirt without getting that. You know, do you? Uh, what set was it? Do you remember? Like, was it something like you know, Appalachian Mist? Or I remember <laughs> for a while it was just the blue one that everyone had, and then I got the red one, and then I switched to Axe Chocolate. 
Which, do you remember what? that? What? It was I called Axe Chocolate. No, I don't. Uh, and then there was a while in high school where we used Axe Chocolate because, it's, and this is kind of like, I was talking about this earlier, it kind of smelled a little bit like weed. So in high school, we would use it because we'd be like, oh no, that's just Axe Chocolate. That's just what it smells oh, like. Man. Yeah. But then I remember I got a, I got like a the fancy cologne that I got. I got like the Lacoste, the red one. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. And I, I, for, I like one year, like. Eighth grade to freshman year, I used that. And then I never used cologne ever again. My dad hates cologne. Yeah. I can't wear it anywhere. He, he mentioned many stories of you and your axe. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I don't know if Sam did. I don't know if Sam used it too, but. I think Sam might have been too mature for that. Me and Charlie, though, we definitely were axing it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his distaste for it made the air a lot. I yes. mean, whenever I smell it, I'm right back there I'm at the middle school dance. They're playing doo doo. Do do yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm just smelling like a champion. I got my little polo shirt on. I'm like Fender hat because you're allowed to wear cool hats to the dances on weekends. I remember when I was young, my grandmother got me uh, a cologne called Gray Flannel. Yes, because that's what my grandfather wore. Yes, mm-hmm. and she liked it, mm-hmm. so she got me an old man cologne yeah. I, I didn't know it but i know i, I think that's honestly why i don't wear cologne ever is because i like eh, that's that's an old person thing i used to sneak into well not sneak into my parents room but just go into my parents room and sneak my dad's cologne he had the stuff called english leather oh yeah and it had a wooden cap and i thought that was really like a glass bottle with a wooden cap sure and i mean i would puddle it in my hands oh, no. and then just smear it oh, all over oh, me wow. <laughs> like, had no concept of smell and how long that was, it lingers that's quite a visual jeff thank you for that <laughs> yeah i can't i don't wear it anymore sometimes i'll wear like a, i have like a hair thing that i put in and that's kind of pungent that's kind of aromatic maybe is a better word to put it right right and even that'll bug my dad I'll be like are you wearing cologne i'm like no it's the hair junk but uh yeah it's clones not for me they got a lot of stuff for guys, though, like cedar scented, you know, so it's still right. manly or ooh, bourbon whiskey barrel body wash. Now, do you have a scent you like for Donnie to wear? Like, the is there a scent first, women like? The first one I ever got him was Kenneth Cole Reaction, and I love it. Very sporty. He got a reaction out of you? I, well, it's on my first dating, so I, I liked it. And so it's when I smelled, like, I still get it for him maybe for Christmas or every other year, just so it's like, oh. But he likes cologne. He goes through a lot of cologne. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him once, like, hey, we have people here with sensitivities. If we go to an event, I'm like, be mindful. And he's like, well, I didn't. I was like, just don't wear cologne, please, for the love of God. Because even I've heard about it before. Tom once told me. <laughs> I said, you don't wear perfume, I really. I used to all you the time. Okay. I wore Heavenly from Victoria's Secret. Oh, Heavenly, um, yes. But when I first started wearing stuff, girls, we all remember Love Spell from Victoria's Secret. That's a must. That's your gateway perfume <laughs> right nice. there, the purple bottle. But Love I wore Heavenly. And Tom was like, oh, that smells lovely, or that smells really nice. And he asked what it was, and I'm like, oh, look, yay, I didn't piss off Tom. Great day, because I was at the front desk, and then I think I had it on another time, but I had to come over here, so just a heads up, uh, Josh Arnold has like an allergy to uh, some perfumes, so maybe should, I was like, noted. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think I apologized when I saw Josh later that day, and he mm. goes, no, I can tell. <laughs> and just very straight face. I was like, oh, geez. So then I think I stopped wearing perfume after that. Yeah. It's definitely a difficult topic in this building, perfume. I Before coming in one morning, I literally forgot what I was doing. I sprayed perfume and freaked out and then had to hurry and take a shower. 
because I was so nervous that about it. re-showered. That's yes. such an Allsman thing. I didn't straighten my hair, so it was just yeah. like, but I'm like, I don't want to be the one. Well, I mean, yeah, that is such an on-brand move for you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, well, while we're talking about my dad's dispaste, his distaste for perfume, this next bit is just for Tom. Hi, it's me. Rock and roll icon Chuck Berry. <laughs> Everybody knows that me and my music are as American as hot dogs and apple pie. I love apple pie. And well, nobody loves hot dog more than me. Mmm, especially with lots of mustard. But not that nasty, cheap stadium mustard. No way. Chuck Berry likes that fancy smelling French mustard. You know, that gray poupon mustard. So, when Bob and Tom Fragrances asked me to come up with a Chuck Berry Rock and Roll tribute perfume for the ladies, I created a scent that reminded me of my favorite thing. Uh-huh. I call it Poopon Chuck Berry. <laughs> Poopon Chuck Berry from Bob and Tom Fragrances, the same people who brought you Chanel Number no. 2. It comes from down in Louisiana, close to New Orleans, and there's nothing like it. Poopon Chuck Berry. Ladies, you're going to love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I sure do. Look for Poupon Chuck Berry in the bright yellow plastic squeeze bottle and squirt some all over your lady today. Mm, yeah, that's the stuff. Chuck, will you give me a kiss? Oh, I can't kiss you, baby. You smell like mustard. Now go wash yourself off. <laughs> I can't kiss you, baby. You smell like mustard. That's a hell of a closer. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Hearing, again, Tim Dennison just say those words too, it just cracks right. me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. there's an, I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's f- fact, but there's a weird little thing that Chuck Berry had. Well, right. but that's the thing with things like that. It doesn't matter if they're urban legend or fact, because once it's a part of you know yeah, the yeah. world, it's just, eh, we're going to laugh about it. We're going to joke about and it. And in that know? arena, Tom's going to turn it into fact. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. <laughs> I will say, this weekend we watched uh, Back to the Future, and we saw that scene where the... It's your cousin, Marvin Berry. I found that sound you were looking for. And then he holds it up. And my dad, we joked about Chuck Berry, and he did not make a Chuck Berry pooping on joke. So mm. pretty impressive. Oh, wow. You know, he's learning. Wow. He's like, growing. He didn't inquire if Marvin, you know, if it ran in the family or oh, anything. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, that scene is so corny. <laughs> so, I found the sound you're looking for. And then holding the phone up. So silly. What a great movie. But for the time, man, that even that scene I thought was cool when it happened. Oh, no, yeah. yeah but like yeah, the so, fact, just like the fact that he would go, it's Marvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, what? And he's like, your cousin, Marvin <laughs> Barry. Like who, who talks to their cousin like that? Also, it's pretty lucky that it was his cousin on his paternal side. So they have the same last name. Right. I, well, yeah. yeah. Just, there's certain things in that. Uh, yeah. It's just, I think it's just kind of silly. For me, that's in the same category as we were talking about it last week. But the scene in uh, Silence of the Lambs where after Clarice gets her medal, some guy just like walks up to me and he's like, by the way. There's a call waiting for you. And then she goes to the phone and H- Hannibal Lecter is just waiting on the other line. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like it takes you out of the movie entirely, but you just go, okay, that's a li- it seems a little off. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get to. Sorry, man. I just got so excited. I went on a little run there. My goodness. Right. That's <laughs> all right. That works. Um, who was the voice of Chuck Berry? Uh, the guy is a, a, a friend of Dean's named Ronnie. Hmm. It was the only bit he ever did. But I think it was one of those convenience things. And, you know, Dean's great at picking just the right person. Sure. 
And uh, the guy had, you know, he had never, I don't think he'd ever re- uh, read anything before. So you can tell there's some, there's some endearing moments in there where he, he didn't quite nail it, but mm-hmm. it, but it got across. Speaking uh, of, but yeah, uh, it was a, a friend of Dean's. Speaking of not quite nailing it, uh, the sound that Dean puts in there is actually kind of nails it. It's gross. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> no, it's gross. Yeah, it, uh, it, yeah, it nails it. It's like it's a fart sound, but it's it's too wet, which oh, sounds way gross wet. to say. Yeah, that's it what sounded I, like real mustard. Yeah, sounded like mustard. That's Ugh. yeah, just gross. Uh, just a gross bit. But yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's why we said this one's for Tom. Because man, I'm sure my, that's probably one of my dad's favorite bits that we've ever done on the yeah, show. Yeah, he loves that one. So so He's silly. A big fan. Well, you guys, we said that we don't love uh, perfumes, but when I do have perfumes, I think that French perfume is the best. Today's man knows he needs a special look, a special attitude, and above all, a special scent. Some men wear English leather, but who wants to smell like an old book? Some men wear Old Spice, but who wants to smell like grandma's musty kitchen cupboard? And some men wear Stetson, but that's old hat. <laughs> Today's man wears the new cologne imported from Paris, France. The cologne called Bonaire. Bonaire? Bon in French means good. And air uh, means that that special scent. Bonaire. <laughs> What is that smell? That's my bon air. Can you smell it? Oh, yes. I can practically feel it. Uh, rise up and splash on bon air. The girls will say, Woody. Woody? You will if he wears bon air. Bon air. In the standard 12-ounce bottle or in the 64-ounce black decanter. The leather sheath on each bottle of Bonaire is personalized with your initials embossed in gold. After all, you don't want to lose your Bonaire. <laughs> Just ask anyone. I'm nuts over my Bonaire. The large aroma of Bonaire. Splash it on with the squirting, spurting Bonaire decanter. And touch up those hard-to-reach sensitive areas. And don't forget, bon air after shave. Ooh, that stings. Is there a bon air for me? No, no, no. Bon air is for men, for the single man in the large bottle, because you need it every day. For the married man in the boxed set of 12 disposable micro bottles, because you'll only need your bon air about once a month. <laughs> bon air, inexpensive. And not hard on your pocketbook. <laughs> Bonaire and new Raging Bonaire. The first men's cologne made with salsa. Raging Bonaire. Look for the bull on the label. <laughs> so funny. I love Tom's French. Anything he starts talking French, it's over. It's Plus, the best. It's yes. great. And then I love the throwaway joke, the Raging Bonaire made with salsa at the end. <laughs> chick's just, we, we've established the joke and the chick's going to come get you with a left jab. Take you off. <laughs> that salsa line's my favorite thing today so far yeah that made me laugh so mm-hmm. it's like who even thought to I, say right? now with salsa and then also <laughs> just i think we said it earlier but just chick mcgee as the straight man announcer is so good it's so funny it's so perfect and it kind of grounds the bit and it makes it sound like a real commercial which yeah. is, makes it funnier mm-hmm. to me yeah i agree what i mean I, i'm not speaking to jess here but what makes one of those a raging one 
Hmm. You know, because that is a term, right? I have a... A raging erection? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're, somebody cut you off earlier in the day and it seems <laughs> okay. a little angry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense? I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, you got any answers over there, buddy? No. I hope, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, don't make eye contact because mm-hmm. it's a, you know... No, I had a I had an ex who, who used to be like, I like it when it's angry. <laughs> wow, that's a that's an absolutely insane thing to say to a person, which is like a raging like sure. it's 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 angry. Mm-hmm. It's ready to come at you. <laughs> Who's that one guy on that money show, the Raging Cajun guy? You know what I'm talking about? Talks stocks. He's bald oh, yeah. and he yells a lot. Uh, yeah, I hate, uh, no. <laughs> No, it's 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 the guy you'd recognize him immediately. I know, you get the, yeah. He pushes. He's a lot always of hitting. Buttons. Yeah, Jim Cramer. Yeah, Jim so, Kramer. so yeah. He's so, the raging Cajun. No, but I'm just. Is he the raging? No, no the raging. No. The other raging Cajun is. Uh, that's not who I'm talking about. Son of a gun. I was talking about Jim Cramer though. It doesn't matter. He's like some TV guy. I think it's a sports analyst. But basically, the joke that I was going to make is that he looks kind of like a boner. I went way <laughs> too far. With this. I mean, it was bad. It wasn't good business at all. I tried my best though. That's fantastic. What's the raging Cajun, Jason? Um, I, the rate, the raging Cajun, when you say it to me is a comedian that was in here one time. Oh, I thought there wasn't there like a basketball coach or a I, I'm bas- guessing it's kind of like the King. There's a handful of raging Cajuns out there. There's the Louisiana that. raging Cajuns football um, hmm. and sports. It's sports. Jim Carvel. Oh yeah. The raging Cajun. Wait, is that who you said? No, I said Jim Kramer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Jim Carvel. It's this guy. You don't recognize this guy? You recognize this guy? I'm oh, my phone. Oh, up. yeah. He's that, a bald... That's a different guy. Yeah. And he does look a little bit like a He's penis. He's in old school. He does the debate with Will Ferrell. Yes, that's it. Yes. I don't. Is it with Will Ferrell or is that a... a... It was against Will Ferrell. And then Will Ferrell wins because he blacks out and doesn't know what he says. And he goes, I, I have no nothing else to say. It was perfect. <laughs> Raging Cajun had nothing. Gosh, I love a joke that's so bad that I have to Google it to prove that it works. <laughs> like I'm like showing, I'm like showing you my phone. It's always, do you do that on stage? Yeah, too? I, yeah. I, I bring up a little PowerPoint. If this joke doesn't work, all right, slide one. All right, let's. Uh... And then I go. Don't worry, people. Only forty-five slides left. No big deal. Have you ever been to an Adam Carolla show where he does a presentation? Yes. And it's comedy. You know, really. He's showing pictures. He's showing his. Like the money he made in one year versus another year and talks about the stories with that. Yeah. Were you at that same show? Yeah. I think you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. Scott Dunn, another comedian oh, who uh, is famous of doing like the roast of Frankenstein yep. and the yep. roast of the presidents. All, yeah, all those roasts. Uh, he used to do a history one where he would have slides and, and basically give a history presentation, but comedically. Yeah. And it was really good. Well, uh, Tim Adore does the animal conspiracy. As a slideshow. Oh, okay. With some great pictures of obviously animals attacking people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see a lot of well. slideshow comedy at the alt shows in Chicago at places like The Hideout. And it's like, yeah, someone just talking and they'll have like, here's 10 reasons why my dad is cool or whatever it is, you know, and they just go and then one slideshow. slide. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of funny. So, Willie, if you had to do, like, hey, listen, the only way you're going to get booked here is if you have a slideshow comedy piece. What, what would be your angle? I don't know, man. Um, I mean, if I like the dumb part of like the the, the fur, like my radio personality instinct was like probably weed or chicken wings, you know, <laughs> Ooh, like I'm chicken gonna, wings would be good. I, it would be I could 
the th- so when I get talk about chicken wing, like I, it's not it's it's happening right now. It's not very funny because I get so passionate that I can't talk. You know, <laughs> I want to talk about the differences between drums and flats and the different techniques you can use and how I prefer a smaller wing and that a more well cooked wing will get smaller because if you do them well done, it's just there's naturally less surface area. See, it's not funny when you care. I'm about learning something. though, but I you, enjoy it. You can make fun of girls who don't eat wings properly, stuff like that. Oh, not right. there's plenty of men that eat wings like bitches. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> Oh, gosh, you guys should have laughed at that. It would have been great. Now I sound like a jerk for saying bitches in that I way. Smiled. You should. <laughs> oh. You should have. I'm just oh. killing it today. With you should have laughed at that. With explaining punchlines by showing you my cell phone. Yeah, on a podcast where no one can see what you're doing. <laughs> That's you just have to show pictures of Tom out in the wild and try to explain it to people. Like here he is ironing his jeans in the driveway. Sure. Now that could the be reasoning fun. is, mm-hmm. which people would just be like, fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's more. That, I feel like that's that'd be more of like a like a Discovery Channel thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Tom in the wild. I have Snoop Dogg narrate it like he does. Oh, no, no, no. no I was like a David Attenborough for oh, sure. That'd be, yes. that'd be even yeah. better. Yeah. Did I, I was uh, trying to market my show in Chicago. That's the the weed show that I'm doing right. this weekend. And it was like, who do you want to market this to? And it could be like people like my followers or people your age. And instead, I just typed in fans of Snoop Dogg and Fish. I want to get right oh. in the middle of that fan base because <laughs> those. Are the people that want to come to a comedy show where you can smoke weed during the show? Okay, sure. that's perfect. Which, by the way, apparently people that want to smoke weed during comedy shows are pretty bad at buying tickets on time. I don't know if you guys do that. <laughs> oh, dude, that is a day of sale yes, all right? day long. No the, one's free purchasing. There's no stoner out there just like, man, I, what am I going to do this Saturday at 7:30 p.m.? They're no. like, bro, I'll wait and see how it plays out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if somebody has ever texted you, I'll wait and see how it plays out. They're not hanging out with you this weekend. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? That's me. I'm yeah. horrible about like I'm really good at. Hey, uh, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see how the let's see how the week goes, and I'll get back with you on Friday. Which yeah. means we ain't hanging out. <laughs> well, at least you have kids, which is a great built-in excuse. You, oh, it's good to get out of things. My dad was in the hospital. I've been using that as an excuse, which is great. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Isn't that funny how I just made it sound like God? I'm the worst at this. Time. I, <laughs> I I will say this. I never use my kids as an excuse. Uh, just out of karma. Hmm. Like, I don't want to create bad vibes for them, but I will use my girlfriend's kids. I don't, I will use them to get out of anything. Mm, oh, my okay. girlfriend's kids are acting up. I can't make it out. <laughs> That's genius, dude. I got to get some stepkids. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a great step. I just buy new Dude, balances. you'd be the best stepdad oh, ever. Yeah. Oh. Day one. Just hey, don't eat my gummy bears, kids. Those aren't for you. Those are, <laughs> yeah. those these are, are uh, daddies. These are yours. Those are Papa Willie's gummy bears. Yeah, Why, yeah. These are just in a Ziploc bag. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. not even a brand. <laughs> Why are they shaped like I couldn't think of a weed animal? If anybody thinks of a funny animal that would be on a gummy bear for weed, tweet that at me. You know, Oscar, what do you got? Gummy oh. bears, nothing. Okay. A squirrel, dolphins, narwhals. Get a yeah, squirrely. Squirrel's great. That could be funny. Gosh, I've, you know what? Let's move into this next bit. Uh, and this one, again, we are talking about boners. Today's hottest celebrities have their own cologne. Bob and Tom found the perfect celebrity to back their new scent. A man who knows about making a good impression. Wiener. The new cologne, endorsed by disgraced former Congressman Anthony Weiner. It's simply called Weiner. The name says it all. But don't just take our word for it. Let's hear from the ladies falling in love with Wiener. 
The smell of wiener drives me wild. Wow. One whiff of wiener and I can't control myself. Wiener. <laughs> mm, it's hard to beat wiener. Uh-huh. Wiener cologne is an aromatic blend of pride, arrogance, and not a hint of shame. Uh-huh. A bottle of wiener cologne is the perfect gift for any occasion. It was my boyfriend's birthday, and I wanted to surprise him with a new cologne. So I thought we'd play a little game of hide the wiener. Wow. You should have seen the look on his face when I finally pulled his wiener out. Mm. He had a great birthday, and I did too. My husband loves his wiener. That's the first thing he grabs every morning. Wow. And he knows how much I love it too. Sometimes he'll surprise me by texting pictures of it. Here's another one. See, there he is holding his wiener. Uh-huh. Wiener. Only from Bob and Tom and Frigamoff Fragrances. Wiener. Gosh, man. That guy messes up a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> we have this word for bits that are evergreen, and it's things that you can do no matter the time of year. You know, it, it doesn't need the context of everything. And that guy messes up so frequently, any bit about him is kind of evergreen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, though, I. There's some parts of that bit to me that are unbelievable that don't, mm-hmm. that make me not buy into the bit. Like any woman being that excited about wieners. <laughs> like I don't believe <laughs> women fair. are truly. I think they pacify us by going, "Oh yeah, I love it," but they don't. They sure. don't want to see it. They don't want to hold it. They don't. Want, they don't, <laughs> they don't want, want a picture of it. Show <laughs> me just, a picture of you holding a laundry basket of stuff folded and ready to be put away. It's like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you guys want? <laughs> oh, like you did the laundry and you folded it. You don't even like doing laundry, do you? That's why it turned her off. (laughs) I have had clean laundry. It was on my bed, and then it was my bed and my exercise bike, and then it was my bed and my hamper, and now it's just against my bed on the ground, shoved into a massive pile, so it looks even dirtier. It's, uh, but doing, it's clean? That's where my clean clothes go. I'm dumping on the bed, and I'm like, ah, I'll put them up later. I, I put everything on the bed, and then I go, you know what? I did laundry today. I'm going to reward myself and stare at my phone for five minutes, and then two hours later, I'm still <laughs> laying on the bed. The laundry isn't done, and then I go, oh, it's time for bed now. I'm, if I don't go to bed now, I'm not going to wake up early. I'll fold it in the morning. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't even fold it. You just take a wadded mess of clothes and lay them on your floor. Yes. If they're, if they're important shirts, I'll lay them flat. And if they're like pants, but like underwear, little towel in there, hand towel, some socks. It literally takes four to six minutes. Okay. Willie doesn't, isn't aware of this because I don't always share all I, I, for those of you who don't know, I keep an eye on our text line all morning during the show. Sure. And most of it I ignore. Uh, because it's crap. Sure. But at least once a week, somebody will write in, where did Willie get that shirt? It looks like he just picked it up off the floor and threw it on. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. he know what a steamer or an iron is? Nailed and I it. laugh. But at le- seriously, for the last, since you started here, once a week, I'll get a random text. What's up with Willie's shirt? Did he just pull that <laughs> off the floor? It's that like, is, yeah. Yes. I have never felt the need to comment on someone's shirt on the internet. So there's a few people out there. You're doing better than I am. Relatable. So yeah. what? You're not better than other people like, I iron my shirt. I like I had a steamer before, but I never use it. Whenever I iron stuff, I ruin it, so I don't do that. It's all by just hang it up. Yeah, hang that's it up what I do. is the key. Throw it on a hanger when you take a shower. Maybe that'll help. If not, eh, not meant to be. Just I wear got, it anyway. I got the uh, downy wrinkle spray. Oh, that's that's a lifesaver. That's perfume for the road. Does it work? 
Uh, kind of. I just, I had a wedding out of town and I had to put the suit in the bag and that didn't work well. So then I sprayed that. It did okay. You okay. know, did the job. I think so. Yeah. That's not bad. What you can also do is just take uh fabric softener, like liquid fabric softener mm-hmm. and do like equal parts water to fabric softener and a mister and spray that on your stuff and it'll equal. Work. What are you doing? Science experiments at the Oscar house? Well, you take a bottle, Willie, you fill it half full with... <laughs> Laundry conditioner, and then you take the rest of it and fill it with water. It's really complicated. Who knew we had our own Martha Stewart right here <laughs> on the show? DIY hacks. Dude, I got three kids, I ha- and I'm in charge of all the laundry mostly, so I, I know all the tricks. We've joked about it. My dad, I mean, people say he's a busy guy. Just for 30 years, that guy's been doing laundry every half hour. Whenever he's <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm your dad, seriously. He's That's doing laundry. Insane. He's doing the dishes. He's a really motivated guy, and he constantly gets stuff done. Yeah. Now, have you ever done this, Willie, where, you, uh, where you'll, you'll do the laundry, and then you forget to put it in the dryer, and the next day you're like, oh, this is still in the washer. So you have to rewash it because you don't want that musty smell. Mm-hmm. And then you forget it again. It, you end up washing it like four or five times before it makes it to the dryer. Then you leave it in the dryer. It wrinkles. So you have to dry it like three or four times yes. to get the wrinkles. And I'll do you one better. I've ran it, forgotten, ran it again, forgotten, and then said, you know what? I can't do this. And then I just dry it with extra fabric softener sheets. <laughs> That's... I'll do you one better, my friend. That is the Willie G lazy guy material. I love it. Not bad. Uh, a few shout outs to the Wiener Cologne. Uh, there was a few ladies in there, uh, most of which all we had Amanda with. Brown, Amanda Brown, and Casey Lamasters, Melissa Frankoviak. And I wasn't sure about the fourth one if that was a. I didn't quite catch that one either. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're that all one, hell of actresses because I believe they they were happy with wieners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't believe that for a second with most. <laughs> At least I believe that's all the people I knew in there. Yeah. It's not free shout out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was not in it, so I must have been gone because I would have been a little butt hurt not to be asked about. Wieners? Can you come and talk about dicks or, or wieners? I'm sorry. <laughs> I love your that's Dean impression. Cologne. Dean doesn't even say, like, uh, actually, I'm not going to go this way. Never mind. <laughs> you, you know Dean Metcalf. Can you come talk about dicks? <laughs> He's like, I have a script for you. You do not have to read it if you are uncomfortable. Sure. Um, so I'm just going to say that now before. I was like, oh, no, you know, I'll say whatever. He's like, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, you see mm-hmm. it and you go, and you're like, are you sure? I'm like, yep, I'm, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know where you're at. Yeah. And uh, and just to return to that bit for one second, that's the same thing as the one earlier where it's political but apolitical. Right. It's about a politician. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. about. It's just about that he's kind of a weird creep on the internet. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I think because I think with that guy, I think he was just texting a bunch of ladies and sending pictures of his of his junk, yeah. which like it's not good. But you know, at least he's not in some hotel room with some kid or something. You know, it, it's always so much worse with politicians. <laughs> do you think it was because of his name? His name made him do it. I mean, you kind after of, many kinda, years, you know, it's. It, I mean, it's right there. It's. I don't know. My name is just makes me what just forces me to take my children on vacations they don't want to go on. I was born to be a Griswold or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's your it's your final destiny. Like the Griswold family, uh, yeah, the movies yeah. there, oh, yeah, Jason. Absolutely. They, they yeah. liked it. I guess you didn't. I know. Man, am I off today? Hell, no, what are we going to do? Right. It was a great observation. <laughs> Jason's, really, Jason's hard. Thank you it's very hard much. To make him- Oh, and by the way, how did you like last week? You played a little bass with Pat Godwin on the show, and I gave you your new name, Baseman Hoffsmith. Baseman Hoffsmith. It does. Bass Jace. Yes, it does work. Yes, yeah. it does work. Well, and then also it Jason Baseman. Yeah. It doesn't flow very well. 
But that was that was a recycled nickname at camp. My buddy was named Baseman Rob. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Baseman Hofsets works way. I better. like Baseman. Baseman is mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I think uh, Josh even said um, Jason uh, Claypool after Les Claypool. Like Les Claypool, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think he said a little Claypool action there. No, uh, at the end of the day, here's the cool part about it. Pat Godwin is so good, mm-hmm. it didn't really matter what I was doing. Oh, sure. There's a tough part in that song, which I do nail, and it's on the video. Well, But just I eventually the- had to get to it, because then afterwards, Jeff came to me first thing and said... <laughs> so I'm watching him, and the first part of the song is just all the top string. Yeah. Just it's two, just, they say I'm hitting two notes. It's eighth yeah. notes all the time, right? And, and it's going, and he's not. He's still on the top string. I'm like, if he doesn't go to another string, <laughs> I'm so much shit. <laughs> you better, and then it, he broke it down. I was like, "Oh, okay, you know how to play." But I was like, "Yeah, we can all go." Dude, that was when I was teaching uh, music at camp. If, if you had a kid that was kind of struggling, we're gonna do a song on the bass, and the only notes you're playing are E and A. So just mm. those first two strings. Just That's all you got to worry about, brother. Well, Jason had it down. <laughs> well, I I, there, I had to practice for a couple days because I was in for Dean on Thursday, Friday, and Thursday morning. I said, "Hey, Pat, if there's a song you think I could handle," he's like, "Okay." And then he came back to me. I'm like, "All right." Let's try it late tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right towards the end of the day. Yeah, it was. It was. Now, I will say this. You, to try to take Dean's place on, oh. a, on an instrument is oh, it's an, impossible. It's impossible. Like, <laughs> like, there's no way you're going to even But But Dean is definitely a mentor. I, I When I was thinking about getting a bass, he's, who, did, who gave me a bass to try? Dean Metcalf did. Here, oh, take nice. this. Take an take a amp and try it out. And many months later, I brought it back, and then I I bought my own. So yeah, yeah. I can see bringing it back. I'm just surprised you bought your own. What? Oh, no. Was that a dig? Yeah. Oh, was yeah. that a mean dig there? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I didn't know how to say so. I, <laughs> I couldn't tell what I that was. I'm not sure I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he, he was being mean to you there, Jason. I I don't understand the angle of the meanness at this uh, point. Yeah, well, I was happy you went off that one string because yeah, I'm okay. in the back just going. You call that playing bass? I can do that. <laughs> totally legit. Totally legit. That's I did the song with Pat yesterday, and it, I, it was fine, and it was funny. It was beautiful. Oh, it was. So it was. I, I want to say that. Lost it. So you you and him harmonized like Simon and Garfunkel. We harmonize is good, but the one part was my little solo. I was flat on it, and I'm not going to forgive myself, people. <laughs> really, I didn't even notice. You didn't uh, notice? I thought it was all beautiful. It was it's wonderful. Okay. And it was funny, too. I, I go home, so. and I rewatch the video, and I, I hear that flat note, and I'm just like Simon Cowell in my own head. Little pitchy. <laughs> little pitchy there, really. <laughs> You don't like slap yourself in the back with a belt, do you? Like, why are you? Yeah, flat? I, like the like the like the guy with the white skin and the Da Vinci code. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a C. I'm just yelling at myself. No, I'm not. I, I'm pretty honestly. I, I get in my head a lot, but I can be pretty easy on myself. I, I I I can get really upstairs and really worried, and I have a lot of like guilt and regret. But I'm pretty good at forgiving my. I smoke weed, Jess. Is what I do. Yeah, that's good. That helps. And the, once the paranoia goes away, then I'm just chilling. Then I'm relaxed. Dude, that was I. Uh, Willie was upset that it didn't get more laughs yesterday. Uh, was, I'm gonna let people in on behind the scene. But what he doesn't realize is it's too good to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's mm-hmm. listening and enjoying it, and right. also. You never stop singing. When yeah. are you supposed to laugh? I know, man. I, <laughs> I just get upstairs. Over it. Yeah, you want to hear it. Dude, it was great. It was absolutely great. I loved it. Well, 
We should beautiful. end now, right? While we're on a positive note, while everyone's being nice to me, should we end it? No, one more. <laughs> one more. Uh, well, no, thank you guys for listening. If you like the podcast, please review and subscribe wherever you listen to it. We would appreciate it. It helps us out. Come back in two weeks. We will see you next time. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.